Welcome to the Discotech Podcast. Today we have special guest Adil Hussein here with us to talk about Discovery Season 3. Good evening. Hi. Hi, how are you doing? Good evening, good evening. Thank you so much for joining us. We're so excited that you're here. No, it's a pleasure. Absolutely. It's early morning, but uh, it's very good. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, that. Yeah. Thank you for taking the time out for this. We just wanted to say welcome to the Star Trek family. Everybody is so excited. Thank you very much. I'm very, very honored and happy to be part of this iconic show, which I have been not really watching because I grew up in a very small little town in Assam and uh, in, in, in India. And India is, uh, you know, as we all know, just started opening up since last 20 years, uh, 30 years since 1990s. So we didn't have television. We didn't have, we had radio. Uh, my part of the country, we did not have television for a long, long time. So we didn't, we heard about Star Trek, but we never, we never watch it. Uh, by the time I grew up, then I was traveling and I was not in one place at all. And so I didn't really watch Star Trek. So you you guys are such a fanatic and <laughs> fan. And, and which is which is no, which is which is such such a heartwarming thing to see because something that you love so much, you know, which is so good to see that. Yeah. Yeah. And you criticize as well, I mean, which is great. You're not you're not blind fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the be- I've always thought the best criticism for stuff and the best jokes about it come from people who actually love it. Exactly. And so wanted to see it do better or know it well enough to know like what the flaws right. are. And what was it like working on Star Trek? Um wow. Um, so when I was uh, finally, I was I was asked to audition for it. I was in already in the U.S. Uh, for a film, which I was doing, and it's an independent film, a small film. And my agent said, "Would you like to read a scene from Star Trek?" I said, "What? <laughs> <laughs> Star Trek? Really? Uh, yeah, I would love to. If I like the scene, then I would like to read it." Um, then they sent me the scene and uh, and I loved it. I thought this is such a beautiful scene. This is such a, it sort of, you know, gives me, uh, it gave me the feeling of, um, as, as all of you had perceived that, mm-hmm. I felt that, my God, this is a personification of hope. This person is the most dedicated person that I have ever come across. <laughs> yeah. um, apart from anybody else, like, uh, you know, maybe my, my, my mom, who hoped for his, you know, for her child the best. And she still believes in that. She's 92 years old. And even today she asks me, uh, I'm in another town. She asks me, have you had eaten well? You know, she still uh-huh. look, looks after me. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. <laughs> so it is. It is that in India, the, the relationship between the parents and the, especially mom and the children is. Um, I mean, I'm sure it's very, very uh, likely it is in America. I don't know, 
um, extremely, extremely uh, intense. Uh, so it sort of reminded me my mom's love for me and and my mom, uh, other 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 children of hers, and at the same time, and it, he's also that he's alone and he must be doing some sort of meditation or yoga in order to keep himself sane. Um, that's what I felt that maybe he is an extremely enlightened person, mm-hmm. you know very uh, sorted enlightened um to you know he is uh, centered and stabilized himself within he found an inner mechanism uh to 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 not to go berserk uh with the solitude that he was going you would have to yeah so i yeah exactly so i decided okay i would uh, audition for it so this is the phone that I'm using right now to talk to you, I use that phone to record my uh, uh, audition (laughs) (laughs) and uh, I sent it and after a week and a half, I guess, I got a call from my agent saying, you got it. I was like, oh, that's fantastic. (laughs) Uh, um, I'm old enough not to jump, uh, (laughs) you know, but... uh, (laughs) I was I was really delighted, and uh, especially my mother-in-law because she had been a Trekkie, and she was like, "What?" Oh, that's <laughs> <great>. <laughs> uh, she great. lives in this. Um, she lives in Washington D.C., and I was with her when I got the job. So she was like, "Oh my God, no!" I was like, "Yes." <laughs> Uh, your son-in-law, he, he, she is very proud of me otherwise as well because she had been watching my my theatrical performances since uh, I was, uh, since uh, 1999. So she loves me as, as a, you know, she has seen right. me on the stage and all that. But this is, I think, she's the most proud member of uh, our family uh, seeing me uh, in the show. So I was like, at least I made one person very happy. Uh, that's-, <laughs> that's great. And uh, yeah, so I, I I can continue for a long time. Well, uh, yeah, we were, we were curious. What was it like um, when you saw all your scenes put together with all the, the special effects? Because I'm imagining it looked very different. Oh. Yeah. Yes, yes. No, it looked pretty, pretty much the same. Uh, when I, you know, it, it's like, uh, because the, the design, the, the set was designed already. I think they just removed few things or added few things. Uh, I already felt I'm, I'm in the future when I, um, when I went into the yeah. set. <laughs> it, it's so well made. It's so they are so dedicated bunch of people. I mean, they are uh, high end. They have this, you know, high end quality of in everything that they do, and they strive for excellence. So I did not. I felt uh, I was in the future, and uh, I, I, my eyes were glued uh, to the screen, and I was like, "What is going on?" You know. <laughs> It, it felt extremely good. It felt I felt privileged to be in a show like that, uh, which is made with so much of love and care and so much of skills that they have put in, so much of um, it, it, what do you call that? Um, 
subtle uh, the, the nuances that they have caught, which they could possibly imagine the, how, what future would look like, which is which is a feat, you know. I'm I'm very honored and privileged to be in that in that show. Mm-hmm. All right, you talked a bit about the audition process, but I was wondering, uh, with Star Trek, was anything like different about the audition process? Was there like things that were secretive that aren't usually secretive? <laughs> yeah, the scene scene they had sent me. Uh, it's almost the same, except for some names have changed. That's what hmm. uh, there was no, no. Okay. Yeah. The names uh, have changed, if I recall. Otherwise, it was uh, it was the same scene. Yeah. It was uh, when I went there. It was longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was shorter when they sent me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't send me the whole scene. No, they did not. <laughs> Mm, I would like to ask you how how was uh, working with Soniqua Martin Green and David Ajala? I was dying to talk about it. I thought, would you ask me that question? About? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, who, what, what's the name? Uh, who um, who asked me the question? I'm Luis. I'm from Argentina, Buenos Aires. Hi, Luis. How are you doing? I'm fine. Very glad to talk to you. Good. <laughs> no, happy to talk to you too. So uh, um, I have to tell you this very, very interesting uh, because I had no idea, you know, uh, how she is in 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 real life, and uh, I saw her in Discovery One and Two, and uh, I arrived. Uh, so I was on the first day of the shoot. Uh, that took me to the set. And then I saw the entire cast, not the entire cast, the people, those who were shooting that day, a mm-hmm. uh, few of them, because, you know, the book, uh, uh, David and um, Sonequa, and then other HODs, um, director, cameraman, and all of them were just, they made a circle and uh, they were waiting for me. So I went and uh, director, Ula Tunde said, this is Adil Hussain from India. Mm. And they all looked at me. And uh, so I presumed that maybe I they want me to say a few words. Mm. So I said, uh, well, I grew up in a town uh, where newspapers used to come three days after they were published. Mm. And today I'm here in a spaceship crossing the galaxies. So thank you for you know, including me in the family. Yeah. And they clapped. And then Sonequa, so she was across the circle, you know, other side. Uh, and then she walked into the center of the circle and she uh, um, opened her arms and said, Adil, can I give you a hug? <laughs> I was uh, I was like, yeah, absolutely. And I'm a very physical person, you know. Mm. So she gave me a hug tight and she whispered saying that I'm so, so happy and and looking forward to working with you. So, and that's the time, the boundary of, uh, you know, every kind of boundary broke, broke because uh, we just met as a human being. And I think that is so important as, as actors to recognize that here are two human beings are working regardless of their popularity, 
or any kind of such identity that one may believe they have. Mm -hmm. And I think that sort of uh, did it for me. I'm like, oh my God, this is such a wonderful person <laughs> than, that I'm about to work with. And I was so touched and moved. So there are scenes where just, just, it just happened. I didn't have to act. She was there for me and uh, she gave me all of it, you know, with the, the reservoir of generosity that she is. And she just uh, was there. And I just looked at her and things happened. I didn't have to act. So I'm ever grateful to her. As a person, as an actor, she's amazing. So yeah, there I said it. <laughs> That's great. Thank you for sharing that. That's such a sweet story. Your character has so quickly become a source of hope and inspiration for fans during this really kind of dark time that we're all going through. And I noticed on your Twitter feed that you had supported a mental health initiative. Um, could you tell us a little bit about those? I have an organization that I'm involved with myself um, uh, called the Center for Creative Expression. And we do a lot of workshops which 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 helps people to retain, uh, you know, their balance and uh, to bring in joy and smile in their lives. But apart from that, I had been a teacher uh, since 1997 as well, uh, an acting teacher. Mm -hmm. So they call it acting teacher. I don't like the teacher word because teaching is it's a very different kind of thing. But when it comes to art, I feel it's about simply sharing your thing and facilitating young uh, budding actors in order to understand how this complex human organism function, because it's the most complex organism and you're talking about mental health. So I had been taking certain workshops and uh, kind of sort of a talk. I, I don't believe in talks, but sometimes that's the only thing you can do because of the situation that you have only one hour or half an hour and you talk and if one person gets one word out of it and if it helps then I'm, I, I would consider I'm successful mm -hmm. um, because acting uh, taught me how to live life in a better way mm -hmm. and uh, it always compensated all the problems that I had been facing in life while my involvement in the craft of acting, art of acting, I've learned how to uh, sort of resolve or, or recognize those problems and find a solution to overcome them. And one of them uh, is to understand emotions because that's, that is the, you know, the most important element, I would say, in acting, how emotions work. And I had invested in a way, I don't like that word invested, but have worked, <laughs> you know, hard, uh, worked hard uh, on understanding emotions uh, for years and how it works in terms of how emotions are from the point of view of um, Indian yogic tradition. Mm. So how emotions are related to breath and emotions are related to immune system and how they sort of work together. So uh, that had been one of the greatest gifts from the art of acting to my, to my life. You know, it, it's like, uh, it's, I would say that that is, uh, and then 
at the fact that there is something beyond emotions. Emotions, according to the yogic understanding of India, emotions are only uh, the most dramatic part of the sea. Like if you if you are standing in front front of an ocean, then um, you, if the ocean is rough and you see the dramatic uh, waves lashing onto the seashore, mm. but if you just you know go higher up a little bit, you know, yeah, in a in a helicopter, and then you see the rest of the rest of the ocean is pretty calm. Then that part, and then the depth of the ocean we don't even ima- imagine when we stand in front of the ocean. You know, mm-hmm. so human beings, the that the emotions are only that part of the sea which is like tiny part of the sea. The rest of the human being is the ocean, and the and the immensity of the ocean the vastness of the ocean and the depth of the ocean. So that's how each human beings are. And that craft had been developed to the, to the hilt in India, how to access that part in a human being. And I've been practicing it for last 20, last 20 years. Um, well, I can't say that I've arrived uh, or, or I have crossed a great distance, but I'm a bit aware, like, oh, okay, I have to just practice this, and then I'm away from the the dramatic part of emotions uh, on which we uh, we take, uh, uh, depending on those dramatic part emotions, which are transient, not even permanent. We take major decisions of life. So um, yes, so I had been involved. Uh, the question you asked me is about mental health. So mental, emotional, physical health are interconnected. According to our medicine system of Ayurveda, which is the Indian me- medicine system, mm-hmm. Ayurveda, Ayur means life science, Veda is science, um, which is around 5,000 years old. And uh, we say that uh, immune system and uh, as I said, and, and emotions are intertwined. You know, they if one goes down, the other goes down. Mm-hmm. If the if 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 you are physically down, the the emotions go, emotions go down. And if your emo- your emotions are down, then the body goes down, immune system go uh, goes down. And uh, so, and 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 then the way you start thinking, because in acting. I have to deal with my thoughts at all times. I am only allowed to think the thoughts which the character is allowed to think. Mm-hmm. So what happens to my thought that are the things all the time? Like we, we all, all human beings, every one of us, we keep thinking all the time. Thousands of thoughts, they bombard uh, you know, in our thinking mind. Right. So, how is it possible possible for me to disengage my emotional body from the thoughts that I think? For example, say that uh, the thought is, "Oh my God, uh, what is going to happen tomorrow?" That's a thought. Now, I can also think like this: "Oh my God, what is going to happen tomorrow?" With a smile. Or I can say, oh, my God, what's going to happen tomorrow? <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> so I have a choice to think the same thought you know, differently. That means that my thought, which came to my mind, has, it's not a reality. It's just a thought, like 
a data, you know, it's a data, mm-hmm. just a thought. And then when I allow that thought to engage, to, to sort of stir my emotional body, then it became, it becomes the reality. It becomes reality. Like you were like, oh my God, what's going to happen tomorrow? Then it becomes real because your emotional body is stirred and you physically feel it. Mm-hmm. So as an actor, my job is to disengage the emotional body. It's almost like the car, you know, when you drive, you uh, nowadays you don't need because the automatic cars <laughs> don't have the clutch. But if you had ever driven an old car, then there's a clutch and there's the gear. You know, you clutch it, you pu- push the clutch and then you engage the engine, you know, with the uh, differential so that the uh, using mm-hmm. the gear. So it's a clutch that one has to find to disengage. So that's the craft, uh, one of the elements of the craft, very, very vital elements, one of the very vital elements of the craft that one has to learn. And I'm not saying that I've learned and mastered it, but I'm saying that I've got the hang of it now. It, it's a huge, it's a complex thing. I'm simplifying mm-hmm. it a little bit. I hope uh, just to just to sort of for me and mm-hmm. for people to understand, because unless you do it, it's a long process. So it is, I don't want to be termed as a reductionist, but um, <laughs> it is difficult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know it's going to be hard to put a complex thing in, into like uh, words out loud. So yes, I'm. Uh, uh, it's a long answer to a short question about am I related <laughs> to mental health? But it is. Uh, um, I can answer yes. Yeah. That would be the end of the <laughs> answer. But if you're happy if I answer like that, I'm okay. <laughs> That's great. Your mercy. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we cannot wait to see uh, hopefully more Absolutely. of your work this season and the rest of the show. Hopefully more. <laughs> we want to see more of this character. I won't try and, and make you say anything, but we want more. No. <laughs> so nice to talk to you. So Thank nice you. To talk to you. It was All great right. talking yeah, to you too. Rachel, yeah. nursing, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you so much. Thank you again. Bye bye. Thank you. <laughs>